The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. No, you got to see yourself on top. You got to see yourself a winner. You got to see yourself, come on, come on, the head. You got to see yourself the lender. Other than that, this system is strong enough to keep you borrowing. I got to overcome the world. And I only can do it by what? By faith. Faith sees the victory. You shall know the truth. Well, what is the truth? The Word of God. The truth is what is written. And God has already written a plan for your life. He's already written a plan for it. And watch this. It's a plan for good. Come on. And not for evil. Keep going. To give you an expected end. He, he's going to give you the end that he planned. Now, how many of you know God plans good plans? Every one of you. All you have to do is look over in Revelation chapter 5 and verse 12 and you'll see all your inheritance. You'll see that he plans for you to be healthy and strong. You'll see that he plans for you to be rich. He plans for you to be honored. He, all this is God's plan for you. So I know the plans I have for you. So Satan is here to ruin God's plan. Watch this. But God said, you shall know the what? Truth. And the truth will make you free. All right, watch this. So here comes the spies back from spying out the land of Canaan. When they came back, 10 of them said, we can't take it. Two of them said, we're well able. Who was telling the truth? The two. See, God plan for them was victory. You got it? So this lady one time, she was, you know, Pentecostal, one of them strong sisters. And she was, she heard her son uh, who was uh, uh, in the ministry and, and another minister came over and she overheard him talking. And, and, and the other minister said, you know, my, my grandfather died of, of cancer at, at 60 something. And and, and my father died of, of cancer six some. I guess that'll happen to me too. And she overheard that. So she went in there and said, now say that again. She said, well, my grandfather died of sin. And then when she ran it, he ran it down again. Uh, she said this, tell me the truth about that. See, because that's not written in heaven. Your whole life has been written. If you say you're going to fail, you are not telling the truth because God said everything you lay your hands to is going to prosper. Say amen. Now we know we're not talking about if you steal somebody's purse, you're going to prosper. We know that. We're talking about good things. And, and I'm just saying, she, she grabbed him in the collar, said, tell me the truth. And he, he got it. He said, well, my granddad and, and, and my daddy, but long life will he satisfy me. You got what I'm saying? And, and Satan will try to get you to lie about your life. 
He'll try to get you to lie about your children. He'll try to get you to speak words to your children, which are a lie. And he hoped that you'll speak it long enough so he can fulfill it. Not you. I know you won't go that route. But my point to you is anybody, any business, whatever have you, you can't go with the world. If the world seemed to be failing, what are you going to say? Everything I lay my hands to is going to prosper. I'm going to be the head, not the tail. I'm going to be the lender. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. What did they say? I'm going to throw you in the fire. This is the Nebuchadnezzar. And I'm going to heat it up seven times harder than normal. But they said, the God that we serve, he will deliver us. Say amen to that. When they heated, he heated it up, did they change their confession? Nope. Nope. The the idea about the pressure is to make you change your confession. It's designed to make you change your confession. Notice if, if, if for you to walk by faith, the, the, the unseen is going to have to be more real than your circumstances. And that's one of the reasons why you meditate the word because you're transforming on the inside because it's going to be a fight that you're going into. Satan wants you to lie about your life. Are you with me here? So what happens here is Jesus and how he's uh, even... Uh, this whole idea about uh, God's plan for you, Jesus came down to help us to fulfill that plan. And here is Peter and Peter's acting up trying to think he's all of that because he told Jesus, you don't need to go to the cross and you, you don't, don't pay no attention to that. And Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. He didn't even talk to Peter. He talked to the devil. Are you with me here? Now watch this. I'm still going now. Because for you to manage this earth, you're going to have to do it supernaturally. Got it? Now your job is to manage it. He's turned this earth over to his people. All right. All right. Let's keep going. Faith sees the invisible. And if you could see the invisible... You can do the impossible. I have some seeds here and these are seeds of different kinds of things. There's squash and all of that. Seeds. Look how small the package is. Look what they put on the front of the package. They, they, They didn't put seeds on there. What they put on there. Because when you plant the seeds, this is what you're supposed to see. Faith sees the invisible more than your circumstances. 
So even though Satan has got the king turning up the furnace, you're supposed to see something different. Watch this. And don't let it slip. And keep saying it in the face of the circumstances. More, I'm telling you, I'm coming. I got, I got to, I got to tell you all this. Now you, you got to see, cause this is the way this got here. He said, Abraham, as far as you can see to thee, have I given it to you? And you're going to have to see the invisible. And if you do, you're going to be able to do the impossible. Now the battle is where? Right up in the mind. Because that's where you see from, right there. The heart, the spirit, no, it's right up here in this mind. And I got to see something different. So you can almost see where people are at by the fruit in their life. Somebody planted the seed of poverty and they are still broke. Now, let's look at this because faith sees the invisible. Got it? Some people talk about blind faith, no such thing. Okay. Faith, glory to God. Y'all stay with me here now. Faith in blind Bartimaeus. Here's a blind man. And he, in Mark chapter 10, he, it's starting at verse 46, he sat by the highway side begging. And what happened was as he, Jesus passed by, he said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. The people told him, But what did he do? Why? Because revelation brings revolution. You cannot be turned back. You can't. You hear what I'm saying? So revelation brings revolution. And that revolution will bring restoration. So now, watch it, just stay with me now. He cried out, son of David. That means to me he had a revelation of him being the Messiah. He said, have mercy on me. He said, "Uh, bring him here. Bring him here. And he took his coat and left it. That was a beggar's coat. Why did he leave it? He didn't need to take a coat off. But why did he take that coat off? Because it wasn't coming back. 
Revelation is the strongest asset in the school of faith. When revelation comes, faith is there. That's why the enemy fights to keep you from revelation. Oh, you heard the word, but it not gotten to the place where it's revelation. And he fights that because when you get revelation, you're about to cause a revolution. You're about to take everything he's got. Say amen to that. And you can hear the word. And sometimes um, unbelief can seep in and do things. I told you, I was up there and, and somebody, I was preaching on Sunday after service, one of the services, I think it was first service, somebody came up and they wanted me to say, Pastor, you know, I hurt my knee, blah, 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 and so forth. And, and, it, and, and this is what I said. Now watch this. Now this is a man of faith and power. I'm talking about me now. And I'm talking about, I have just finished preaching on miracles and I've just finished preaching on the fact that, that you are a miracle worker and so forth and so on. And then, and that's what I did. Now, then I, then I told everybody, we need to follow Jesus. Jesus was our example. Say amen to that. Amen. Well, when the guy it came up, gentleman came up, young guy, you know, 25, 30, I came up, he came up. And I, this is my reply. Now watch it. Watch this. Have you had an x-ray? Now, let me ask you, would Jesus have said, have you had an x-ray? What will he have done to it? He'll heal it. And didn't he say, we supposed to copy him. We, we supposed to act like God. We are supposed, am I right about it? So it can be information, but not revelation. And you'll find when it's not revelation, then when the situation comes, you'll do just what you've been doing. You got to get the revelation, say revelation. So notice what he said. He said over in Matthew's gospel and Matthew chapter 15 and verse 14, let them alone. They be what? Blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, what's going to happen? Fall into the ditch. So when those 10 spies came back and said, we can't take it. Let's make another leader. Let's go back to Egypt. Do you consider them to be blind? They were blind leaders and blind leaders will take you to a place where you never thought you would go. They'll take you down a street that you never wonder. You wonder how you got on. They'll take you further than you ever thought. Are you following what? The wrong way. And what you can't do is can't listen to that because they'll tell you, you are a minority and these people don't like you and you can't do this and things can't happen for you that way and so forth. And if you take that and, and, and believe that, then you will receive that. That's the first thing they said. Now watch this. I know you're getting quiet on me, but I don't care. He, 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 they said we're in our own sight as what? Grasshoppers and so are we in what? Their sight. Folks, Miles Monroe said this. Dr. Monroe said this and I'll never forget it. He said two people need deliverance. Both the oppressed and the oppressor. Both need deliverance. Both need deliverance. See, Satan is wise enough to establish a culture. A culture of black people being on the bottom and white people being on the top. Now I'm not talking about anybody. Let you get that out of your mind. I'm telling you what he has established in the society. So when all of a sudden one of the people of color move up top, it's like 
Well, how did you get up here? Well, see, they need deliverance too because they, they, see, he set it up in their minds. He's got them thinking that's where you belong. You don't belong here. You don't belong controlling of a Fortune 500 company. You don't belong. You women, you don't belong here. This is what he's saying. And the culture is set up. See, now what we're doing is we're invading a culture. When the kingdom comes, we're breaking the power of a culture. When I was flying fighters in, in over in, overseas and, and in the States and so forth, I'm telling you, I'd come up flight line, I'd land and come up to the parking ramp and so forth, and they have the crew chiefs, you know, getting us out. And let's say one of the crew chiefs is African-American. Boy, he'll tell the other crew chiefs, hey, come here, come here, come here, come here. They got the black pilot down here flying a jet. Come here, come here. I mean, why? Because the culture wasn't, you don't, you don't, you don't see that. But I'm breaking culture. I've been breaking culture ever since I was a boy. And you got to get used to that. And when they get mad, don't mad, get mad at them. They're just responding out of what they've been taught, which is the culture that they're living in. But we are kingdom citizens. We're coming here to break culture. Do you hear what I'm telling you? culture told them that I couldn't buy this shopping mall. Why? Because I'm not the right color. And I know they went and called all their fraternity people in the banks and told them don't sell, don't give me no money. I know they did that, but that won't stop you. So you don't need to get mad about nothing. See, when you get mad, you get on the defense. And God is not on the defense. He's only on the offense. He said, occupy till I come. Saul tried to hang that armor on David to put him on the defense. God is not on the defense. He is not on the defense. God only moves forward. He's only on the offense. He said, occupy till I come. That means advance, come on, and hold. But we're in our own sight as grasshoppers. Whoa, 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 don't speak for yourself. Don't speak for me. Well, they don't like us down there. Speak for yourself. They love me because I'm going to establish a new culture. Are you following what I'm saying? So in that flying them fighters, I knew that part of my job was to change the mindset of people that have been oppressed. Both need deliverance. Don't get mad at anybody. Get, yet understand your role. Yeah, you're, 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 listen, they have given you government handouts long enough. You are the government. You're the government of the kingdom of Almighty God. Say amen. And the Bible says that you're going to be the head and not the tail. That means, let me translate it, you're going to be the wealthiest person wherever God sends you. And look in that Bible and see, am I right about it? Now, all this is not possible if you are only looking at circumstances. 
You've got to see the invisible. This is your season. I didn't mean to preach all that, but I guess it just came out. So you look at this and you look, faith sees the invisible. So look at Abraham. Let's take him for example. So understand, blind, faith is not blind. That now Abraham, God called him to offer up his son. Now, he took his son and going to offer him up to the mountain that God had showed him. And that was Genesis chapter 22 and verse five. Now in the in New Living Translation, he says this, me and the boy are going up on the mountain. That's what he told the men that worked for him. He said, y'all keep the donkeys and everything here. Me and the boy are going on up on the mountain. And what did he say about him? We'll be what? We'll be back. One translation says, we'll be right back. We're going up there and we'll be right back. Now God told him to offer him up. Now, why could he say that? Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 19, I think it is. He saw that if Isaac was offered, God would raise him from the dead. You could look at the new, uh, the uh, whatever translations, uh, AMPC, so forth and so on. He knew why he knew. He saw it. He saw that if he did give his last, he did give his best, he's going to get it back. And when you can't see anything, you can't give your last or your best. How did I leave IBM? I left at IBM at that time was my best. The big check, say big check, every two weeks, big position. So forth, they had me earmarked to go on up to be in, I mean, I mean, executive staff. I mean, they, they had me pegged. Here's a guy, he's a fighter pilot, black man, blue. We can get a lot of points out of that. Let's go, let's take him on. A, I'm not saying they thought like that, but that the average person does. But my point to you is, uh, you know, we can meet some equal opportunity credits with this thing here, praise God. And so what happened? God was calling me. So I go in my boss's office, say, hey, John, uh, I'm leaving IBM. <laughs> Wait a minute, Bill. Uh, he jumps up, closes the door, sit down. Uh, bring Bill a cup of coffee. Uh, would you bring him a cup of coffee? He said, uh, he said, he thought I was going to competition, Honeywell or Sperry Rand or somebody. He said, Bill, what's happening? I said, I got a call on my life. You got a what? <laughs> I said, I've got a call on my life. Take two weeks off. He thought I had something wrong with me, working too hard. You know, so forth and so on. I took two weeks off 
And while I was off two weeks, I kept meditating. And the clearer the vision, the faster your acceleration towards your goal. Yes. If you're moving too slow, meditate some more. Excuse me, more. <laughs> I just wanted it to rhyme. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, you make it clearer. Because when it's clear, you can let go of what you're holding on to. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? Is this coming through? Okay. No, you got to see yourself on top. You got to see yourself a winner. You've got to see yourself. Come on, come on. Uh, 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 the head. You got to see yourself the lender. Other than that, the system is strong enough to keep you borrowing. I got to overcome the world. And I only can do it by what? By faith. Faith sees the victory. Well, praise the Lord. I trust that you enjoyed that. Now, that was on a midweek service. That was on a Wednesday night. It was teaching on faith. And faith sees. Faith sees. Faith sees what a natural person can't see without God, without faith. They can't see it. Well, I just can't see that. That's because they don't have any faith. Faith sees. And if you can see the invisible, you can do the impossible. (laughs) Isn't that something? I'm telling you, I saw a shopping mall. (laughs) And we got it because I could see it. Faith sees. I want you to get this teaching because I want you to develop your faith so you could see the impossible see things that, that other people can't see so you can do the impossible. It's a powerful teaching. Get it? You'll be blessed. Bill Winston saying, see you next time. Until then, keep walking by faith. In today's powerful message, Faith Sees, Dr. Winston teaches that faith sees the invisible realm clearer than your natural circumstances. When you see the invisible, you can have and do the impossible. It's time for you to see through the eyes of faith and grab hold of the best of God in your life. To get the series in its entirety on MP3 or CD, on MP4 or DVD, order today by calling 1-800-711-9327 or go online at billwinston.org. Greetings, Pastor Winston. I watch your live services as often as I can, and at night, I listen again to the powerful Word of God that you preach. You speak of owning our homes debt-free and owning businesses. I want to tell you that those seeds were planted into my heart, and the Lord blessed me to purchase my home in Atlanta, paid in full and a vehicle. Praise God. I thank you for helping me to stretch my faith and to believe that God can do more than I can ask or imagine. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. 
Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. Now remember, you need faith to get to your destiny. So don't forget to subscribe and click on the notification bell so that you don't miss any of our videos. This is Bill Winston. I love you and keep walking by faith.